0: This podcast is rated R for realness. Explicit fucking content.
1: Hello, everybody, and welcome to the Basement Footage Podcast. It's Saturday, and you know what that means. That's right. It's Basement Jerry with Rich the Riz. Rich, if you're nasty.
0: A lot of nasties out there, if you listen to Lacey Evans.
1: Yeah, is this the week where she had uh, Ric Flair's robe?
0: Yes, that was potentially nasty.
1: Yeah, I don't... If this this could only end in a uh, Don Marie Tory Wilson's dad uh, scenario for me at this point. For it to really yeah. you know, grab attention. Like as of right now, it's something that could be dropped this Monday, and no one would care. <laughs> Correct. I don't. Okay. I, I. I don't
0: care for it. I don't need it. I, I don't. Uh, no, I'm not feeling it.
1: That's right, Rich. Much like I don't care for Biz's catchphrase, it does fit this scenario. Indeed. But nevertheless, you know, usually it's very important that here on the Basement Bookers podcast we bring to you fine people. The news rumors and the BS, and I say, let's cut the BS into more BS. Rich, there is. Take it. Cutting the BS and heading straight
0: for the official BS because it is that time. And according to the rest of its Twitter account, WWE is planning on having about 25,000 fans for each night of WrestleMania and are having internal discussions about resuming touring immediately thereafter.
1: So that's news. That's interesting. That's that's exciting stuff. You know, if I were them, I'd just have Vince McMahon pick up the bat phone. Ring, ring. Hello, this is Dana White. What's up, Vince McMahon? Hmm. My friend. Well, hey, Dana, you want to make some money? Well, I love money. How about you let us do WrestleMania on Fight Island? Dude. What's Fight Island? Yeah, explain you this to me.
0: You don't know what Fight Island is? I mean, I, I, I think I can probably piece it together, but why don't you fill in the details?
1: Damn. I always come in assuming you know man stuff, because, like, <laughs> you're supposed to be the man. But, all right, listen. They they do doing UFC fights on an island. Hmm. Like in, like, a Bruce Lee movie, dude. <laughs> That's interesting. Yeah, because of the COVID, you know, you can't do certain things. So, that they're like island and then do crowds there could it be like in like international waters and like, like they that... they had no like social distancing or anything i don't know no they had some they didn't have like a bunch of people i'm not sure actually to be honest so 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 they
0: went and bought an island in international waters so that they could not be subject to any sort of
1: government oversight. I don't know why, I just know that they did.
0: That is some friggin' like, Bond movie villain shit, I gotta say. <laughs>
2: that's,
0: that's up there. I feel like someone had the idea and, let, and they're like, you know what, they're really never gonna go for it, but this is, but this could be tremendous, and they went for it, and they just completely ran with it. Dude, it's like out of a movie, man. It is. <laughs> Except, li- like like, like the only thing that would really make it a movie plot is if like someone died, and like every I, I I don't know, I I can't even imagine because I don't watch action movies, but like I can't even imagine the the possibility, the like the movie plot possibilities with something called Fight Island.
1: Yeah. Okay. So you were asking about the location. Mm-hmm. It's an It's called YAS, Y-A-S, Island. Mm -hmm. It's one of the Emirates' most popular leisure shopping and entertainment destinations. Ah,
0: UAE, okay.
1: Yeah, and I think, don't quote me on this, but I think it's supposed to be a fight island tonight. It's um, Poirier versus McGregor, light heavyweight fight.
0: Now, previously, when they've done fights out of Abu Dhabi, it would end up... that's
1: where they had the weigh-in. I think, if I'm mm-hmm. wrong, guys, don't get mad at me. Maybe I dreamt this all up, but listen, at the end of the day, I'm just trying to bring you guys some some top information. I'm getting tired of Rich always being the most informative one on the podcast. <laughs> I'm tired of being the dumb one. I'm going to be the smart one for once.
0: Well, this I, is I... good. <laughs> This fight island thing, Yas Island. It's interesting. I mean, like, I, I mean, I wish I, I really wish I had the time to follow UFC.
1: Let's 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 do something here. Let's basement book this, okay? Mm-hmm. Your this the fantasy happened. We're gonna have a small crowd. It's gonna be everybody's tested. Mm-hmm. Nobody comes in without being tested. They don't. They're not even allowed to like dock. They they're not even allowed off the boat. Like. Before the, everybody's tested, but you have to set up WWE, Island Mania. What kind of card Like, would you have?
0: Well, before we even get to the card, one thing I will say has to happen. Roman and Heyman come in on their own private jet. Literally no one else on the plane but the pilot. And a stewardess who's incredibly hot for no reason whatsoever because Roman just ignores her it's a very elaborate entrance well i figure you got to one up charlotte a bit with
1: the helicopter entrance cuz it's I fight say, island it's already I, heelish bro i say he jumps out of a plane and like does like he's like missiles down into the ring like he was a fortnite character <laughs> <and> just like <laughs> superman landing right in the middle of the ring like that'd be really cool Sorry, that was my main event. I'm. What, what you were saying? <laughs> <With the guests? laughs> I, I wasn't cool, even talking. Cool, I wasn't cool, even cool. getting
0: into the booking yet. I was just thinking of like Roman's entrance, like that. Cool, Roman cool. Reigns cool. shown arriving earlier, getting tested, blah blah blah.
1: See, I I think he would not come early because Roman Reigns shows up when Roman Reigns wants. Mm-hmm. So he would be late, like as a motherfucker. <laughs> so they'll have like
0: their own rapid tested team. Rapid testing yeah. of team.
1: There's regular people time, and then there's uh, tribal chiefs time.
2: Mm-hmm.
1: It's two different things. So what would you put – what kind of card would you have? It's Island Mania. Vince McMahon said, here you go, Rich, there is. I've never met you before, but you, this is what you're going to – you're going to do this. This is your thing.
0: And it, it doesn't it shouldn't have anything to do with current storylines? You
1: can do whatever you want. Like, it's whatever. All right.
0: So – Roman like wants to put have... food on the table, and the best way to do that is with a championship. He already has one. He wants another one. Roman wants Drew McIntyre. Oh, you son of a bitch. <laughs> I mean, it, it really, it kind of doesn't get much bigger than that. Like, like you could have Heyman leading up to it. You could have Heyman. So, Roman's talking to him and He's like, Fight, Island. Fight Island's coming up. I need a big fight. I need big money. And Heyman's like, well, if you want big money, the biggest money is in fighting the one in 21 and 1 Brock Lesnar. And Roman's like, nah, that's only one payday. If I have another championship, that doubles my salary until I lose that, which I won't. Yo. Like, that's like Roman thinking long term. He's like, I want Drew McIntyre. I want Drew McIntyre in uh, what would we call it, like island predator match. What what is that? What do you what, what's the rules? They can fight anywhere, all over the island, and I don't know. La- it's last man standing, but on so the entire like a, island. So it's like a cinematic
1: kind of match?
0: Yeah. K- kind of kinda make it like... Maybe like a little bit of Predator. You see them like putting on freaking camo, paint and shit. Okay, okay. Roman's getting all tribal with it, of course.
1: Okay. Okay. Man, you went crazy. You're like, fuck it, bro. We're fighting in the jungle. We're doing this like men.
0: I mean... <laughs> if you want top dog money... You gotta go top dog freaking storylines here. Top top dog freaking Marquee match. Fight island I don't know, Battle Royale, whatever. Alright. Last so I... Last Man's Ending
1: on the Island. Uh, okay. I don't know if I can really beat that. Okay, so here's what I would do. I would have So you could storyline it that Roman Reigns bought the island from Dana White and it's now called the Island of Relevancy. Nice. So, Roman's got his own island, the Island of Relevancy, and he and and he invites the best wrestlers in the business, right? Mhm. And and it's going to be a tournament. And it's going to it's going to be kind of like, you know how you know for 205 uh Live when it was like the, the special event they'd have like guys come from like other like places like the Independence and they'll like wrestle. It's like a big name and you'll never see them again mm-hmm. on like WWE TV.
2: Mm-hmm.
1: Like, it's like one of those. Like, you could have like, I was trying to pick like a, you could have like Wardlow from AEW. Mm-hmm. He's like, in, like everybody, like he says special invitations out throughout the world of wrestling and it's a tournament. And the winner of the tournament gets to face Roman Reigns
2: mm-hmm.
1: in the main event. And all the fights are in one night.
0: Mm. Old school UFC style. Or yeah. old school King of the Ring style. Uh, style.
1: More like more like King of the Ring. Mm. But like the King of the Ring gets to fight the champion that night. Mm-hmm.
0: So it's like, in a way, it's like the ultimate gauntlet match.
1: It's kind of like Mortal Kombat, but you can't kill anybody. <laughs> and Allegedly. And <laughs> you, you want to be the champion. Right. Instead of you know getting revenge on Shang Tsung for whatever, mm-hmm. <laughs> for dragging you into this friggin' hellish dimension, like 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 if Shang Tsung could actually like fight, like if it was Young Shang Tsung, because mm-hmm. like Mortal Kombat One Shang Tsung, he was like really too old, like you shouldn't have fought that guy. It was elder abuse. What was oh, going bad. on there, even with his soul powers? But yeah, that's how I would do it. That's how I would do it. Be like. So who else would you bring him besides residency. Wardlow? Oh, oh yeah, so I was—I'm not good with like other places. So like you could get like Sammy Callahan. You can get um because I don't know how many matches there would be, so I don't want to pick too many guys. AJ Styles, of course, would have to be in it. I mm-hmm. would always put AJ Styles in it, anything. Mm-hmm. Um, I would put Adam Cole in there. Bebe. I would throw you got to go for, like, the biggest names because they got to be, like, the best of the best. Mm-hmm. Like, throw Cody Rhodes in there. Mm-hmm. Just because he's, like, he was a TNA champion. Put Moxley in there because, like, if he, if he, like, you have to have Moxley in there. You have to have Seth Rollins in there. Like, his character work has been kind of, like, you know, mm-hmm. I guess he's a busy guy kind of deal. Mm-hmm. So, like, he he's still, like, a great wrestler. So, you, you got to put him in there. Uh, who else? Who else? Nick Aldis. Uh, yeah, my man Nick Aldis, the, the guy who represents, like, the, the, the real company. Mm-hmm. Like, the OGs, you know what I'm saying? He has to bring the 10 pounds of gold. And I would put in, like, surprises. Like, guys where you're like, should he be here? And then, like, when they show up, it's like, wow, he should be there. Like, I'll put, like, a Bronson Reed. I, like, throw him in there, hmm. like, as a there's going to be like um, mystery ones like there's going the ones are going to be announced like the, the card beforehand but some opponents are like mystery opponents okay so it kind of gives you like that royal rumble excitement without having the royal rumble match people love that stuff so it's like oh is it this person and it's like and it's going to be like on the internet it's like oh so and so was spotted at the airport going to whatever
2: hmm.
1: it's like i think it's going to be it's going to be kane right and it's like you know mm-hmm. so it, that's how i would do it cuz like think about it all the merch you could sell like you could make a video game off of that
2: yeah
1: fight <laughs> island like at, so yeah based book verse here's your part if you wanted to see a wrestler from wherever participate in uh, the island of relevancy match um i mean uh, the island of relevancy event that i just made up cuz like maybe the, you guys know more wrestlers than i do the tournament, tournament of relevancy the total bit of relevancy. You just throw the names in there. Let us know what you think.
0: Let us know at Basin Booker's on the Twitter.
1: Yeah, that happens sometimes where we're like we'll do news, but it's like something fun comes up, like a topic, and it just hasn't come out, mm-hmm. or else it'll never come back.
0: <laughs> I mean, I, I figure for legitimacy and to prove himself, Roman would want like the champions in there too. So you got to figure Rich Swann be in there because he's the Impact Wrestling Champion, Kenny Omega.
1: Um, 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 well for my thing, I don't, the way I have is like being the champ, being like the current champion or whatever, it doesn't mean that doesn't automatically get you entrance. Okay. Cause like you could be a champion and still not be worthy to compete in a tournament of relevancy according to the chief. Cause he's the one who sent out the invitations. Mm-hmm. So it's not like, so it doesn't make the promoter, the heel the promoter's the babyface it's roman Reigns' thing he sent out the invitations so like he's the one who doesn't think you're good enough hmm okay it's he's the he's the jerk so it's like you know mm-hmm. so it's not his it's not the promoter's fault that you don't have kenny omega in there it's cuz the chief doesn't even and at least stuff opens like what if they're the mystery mm-hmm. you know what i'm saying maybe something happened I think about these things.
0: <laughs> hmm. Or it could be that he sent it out to the promotions offering that offering each individual promotion the option of sending their champion or picking someone else if they're too worried
1: about their champion getting hurt. Yeah, but like for my storyline, like it's like those old like karate movies, mm-hmm. like they get like a mysterious invitation mm-hmm. to like come to this island you know, for such and such purpose. So just have coordinates right. and a date and time. And so, no, it's going to, you know, the people know it's going down. Oh, okay. It's not like a secret. You mm-hmm. know, it's like, you know, this is super secret, but it's all pay-per-view right now. Mm. <laughs> Don't forget <laughs> to buy it on pay-per-view. You <laughs> can't be a secret. Be like, bro, you got 50 bucks because it just came up. <laughs> 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 Somebody just sent me the link. <laughs> uh, it's only 999 on WWE
0: Network. Ugh. <laughs> right. oh. oh. Uh, <laughs> lots of
1: friggin' potential I think is the point here. Yeah, that that was like I was just like a random thing I was thinking about like as soon as I saw that fight I was like but what if wrestling?
0: <laughs> I feel like and and this is going to be not quite inside info but a little bit of inside info for for our listeners but like I feel like the past two days your brains kind of like been on overdrive.
1: Oh, thank you. I think.
0: Yeah, yeah, yeah no, it's good. <laughs> It was like what was it yesterday or the day before we were playing Fortnite and I I had to go eat and you were off on a tangent from a tangent from a tangent and I have to apologize it was me I couldn't handle it at that point I had to stop I had to get food in my belly I I didn't have <laughs> I did not have the energy to follow all those tangents I tried <laughs> I tried I tried I really did <laughs>
1: I'm like imagining like this conversation feels like, like you're like a, a bank teller. Mm-hmm. I'm just sitting here telling you about what <laughs> you know what's really wrong in this country. <laughs> it's
0: like I, I just need that last number of your account number, sir. It's like,
1: sir, this is a Denny's, and I thought it was a bank teller. <laughs>
0: <laughs> oh man. Okay. Uh, Fight Island. I'm I'm looking forward to it already. Excellent. Uh, uh, speaking of uh, tournaments, on Wednesday, WWE announced that they've signed Priscilla Kelly, Lacey Ryan, and Elena Black to NXT under the new names of Gigi Dolan, Zoe Stark, and Cora Jade. Dolan and Jade already made their debuts this week on 205 Live, tagging together in the Dusty Cup against uh, the team of Candice and Indie Wrestling. They're not calling that because they're still the way, but that's their name. That's, like, that, that's the quote-unquote family name. I'm guessing they didn't move up. Oh, you, you like, could watch it yourself, but spoiler alert: you are correct, sir.
1: <laughs> excellent, excellent, good stuff.
0: So, to, uh, so I didn't realize they cut 205 live down to a half hour.
1: Might be a good idea.
0: And actually, you know, it was "quote unquote" half hour. It was twenty-eight minutes, and That's of course, there was a lot of promos for the, you know, for the Dusty Cup, and there was only the two matches. There were two. Dusty Cup matches—one men's and one one
1: women's. Yeah, Thatcher freaking what's his name teamed up. Um, yep, Champa. Champa. Mm-hmm. Like, what is happening right now? Well, the storyline
0: that they were uh, selling us is that after going through battle, they each earned respect for each other, and while they may not necessarily like each other, they would like to
1: win the Dusty Cup. Yeah, dude, you wanna you wanna listen? If you had a team with somebody it might as well be somebody that is like, that's, he's that that, he's that younger wolf you know, trying to come up. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? And like if he, oh, he beat you, then that means he bettered you. Mm -hmm. So that means that like, he's he's definitely like the best guy to team with. Why are you typing? What are you typing? Thatcher's older than Champa. Well, you know, at NXT, T, Champa's been there longer. He's that is the, true. He's the more experienced of the two.
0: True. So I read. By the way, uh, Thatcher is thirty-seven. Champa's thirty-five.
1: Yep. That's that's interesting. Like those guys look like men. Yup. But they're the same age as me. Like I, what I was when I was Tommaso to Ciampa's Champa's age, I didn't. Look like that, like like an, like an adult man,
0: you know <laughs> that was only two years ago.
1: I know I'm just saying, yeah, <laughs> um, I read an interview
0: uh earlier today, like an hour ago, uh where Thatcher said that he actually he started as a referee, and he's like, well, if I'm gonna be a referee and I'm gonna be taking ref bumps, you know, I may as well learn how to take a bump properly. And he said, I, uh, he, I'm paraphrasing him, he said something along the lines of, I guess I was doing too well, because then they asked me to wrestle, and they kept asking me to wrestle. And so he just, from there, became a full-time wrestler. It's a funny thing that happens, you know? hmm Closing those tabs, and moving on. AEW announced that Ryan Nemeth will, or Nemeth, I don't, I've heard it pronounced both ways. Uh, will make his debut this Wednesday on Dynamite against Hangman Page. Ryan Nemeth, of course, is Dolph Ziggler's little brother, who, in the image that they're using for him, I think looks exactly like him from ten years ago. They photoshopped his his
1: face onto Dolph Ziggler's body.
0: Maybe they did. <laughs> there's there's definitely there's definitely like you mentioned uh, off air. There's definitely some tanning issues between the body and the face that it's not blended. I don't know why. Maybe he puts so much on his body, so th- that like when it rubs off in the ring, it'll be even once he once the match is over.
1: I wonder why they never like try to invent a vitamin that like makes you your skin tan. I feel like that would just cause
0: cancer. I feel like that would almost be not even the side effect; it's just the effect of the pill. It causes cancer, and by the way, you'll get a little bit of a tan too.
1: Oh, I'm sorry. Are you a scientist? No, but I play one on this podcast every now and then. You can't say that because <laughs> why not? Someone's gonna be like, "Well, Rich told me." <laughs> like, I mean, that's like saying this, no, but, like but I play that, one on TV. No, but like something else is gonna come up later, and you're gonna say something, and someone's gonna do it, and you didn't put the caveat that you're not a doctor. I'm not a <laughs> scientist. Play this
0: <laughs> I, I'm just saying I wouldn't advocate taking a pill that makes you tan. I don't even like. My aunt actually had spray tanner, like, a while back, and I'm just like, why?
1: Yeah, but, like, isn't there a thing with, like, certain foods, like, if you eat enough of it, it starts, your skin starts to discolor, but it doesn't, like...
0: Yeah, because your liver shuts down. <laughs>
1: <laughs> it's called jaundice. <laughs> oh. <laughs> Look at you. What are you, WebMD over here? Maybe. <laughs> Close that tab, man. Let's get back to the podcast. <laughs> Alrighty.
0: <laughs> uh, during the Hard to Kill pre-show, Madison Reign announced that she's retiring from Impact Wrestling, and rumors allege that she's taking a full-time job outside the business.
1: Wait, what kind of job?
0: No info on that is
1: available at this time. I wonder if she has a headshot resume like Billy Kay.
0: Maybe. <laughs> I, w- I wonder how she is at uh, Mosh Pit's. I don't, I don't remember know. what Billy called it. She called it something else.
1: No, Billy Kay's punk, you know, she said so. She is punk. That's what she said. I mean, know. did you see what she was wearing? She's a hundred percent punk. Yeah, man. As long as you look the part, that's mm-hmm. that's you're you're definitely it. So you can really do anything, you know? Mm-hmm. That's what life is. Taking chances.
0: Absolutely. And I feel like this is kind of taking a chance going out on a limb. This is kind of an odd pairing, but Cup Noodles Company, Nissen. I know I always said I always said a cup of noodles or cup of noodles, but there's hold no up. uh. There's no of. Wait, it's cup wait, noodles.
1: On. Cup noodles.
0: Yeah. Like, if you look on the cup, it says cup noodles. That's the official name of it.
1: Anyway. I was today years old when I learned that. Tell me they're sponsoring Asuka, please.
0: <sighs> Don't get ahead of me. They're Damn. teaming with Asuka and The Miz to promote three new flavors, Korean barbecue, teriyaki beef, and the vegetarian sweet chili to celebrate Nissen's 50-year anniversary. You know she's Asuka's going to have this all over her YouTube channel.
1: Yeah, she's been happy. She had this one thing where she was dressed like a, a cup noodle. <laughs> That's great. Pretty great, yeah.
0: Ugh, man. That's... It, it's just interesting. Cup Noodles and WWE
1: teaming up. Well, you know, it's wrestling, dude. There's weird tag teams all the time. There are weird tag teams all the time. So? What's, what's I, I, the weirdest tag team? Right now. Right now the weirdest tag team? Yeah, what's the who's the world's weirdest tag team from what you've seen? Since you, we don't see everything.
0: I still say Lacey Evans and Peyton Royce. Okay. It's it's just you got the sassy Southern Belle and sorry the Southern Belle because she's not sassy anymore because now she's actually a heel, and you have Peyton from so far south. The only thing further south are
1: penguins. So. It's it's like they're just two singles people thrown together. If you were gonna do this, you could have just kept Peyton Royce with Billy Kay.
0: I mean, I'm I'm really just hoping that they're leading towards a blow up between Peyton and Lacey, and Peyton destroys of... her and Peyton goes on her own to get the singles push that we, we've kept hearing about for like the
1: past two years. I know, but every time they're in a tag team together, i I'm I'm nagged with like, why'd you break them up if you were just gonna do this? Yeah there's other ways to start feuds between two women. Mm-hmm. There's like a bunch, like, I don't know, wanting to be the women's champion just in case you didn't have anything.
0: Yeah, I feel like um, this is another case of WWE having an idea, painting themselves into a corner so that they have to do it, and then not dropping it, but leaving the two that they separated in their own separate limbos. and it's not cool.
1: I think what they should have did with that was have it where like if if you if you don't if you don't you don't have anything for them, it could be, and this is probably that they don't do it because it's kind of like an old school thing almost like because I just like scrolled through Twitter and I seen like a clip from like old raw like attitude era like what women had to do mm-hmm. like back then, but like what if it's like they're competing to, like, you know, Peyton thinks she's, like, the hottest mm-hmm. woman on Raw, so she should be on, like, more stuff, but, like, Lacey Evans thinks she's hotter, mm-hmm. so it's, like, it's that. They're feuding over, like, who's the hottest one. Like, what's wrong with that? Just do that. It's like something. Women, women have, like, these, like, like them, it's, all, it's an ego business wrestling, and it's, like, who's the fairest of them all?
0: So Except Asuka, done. who's
1: just so much better than
0: 99% of the rest of the roster that, you know, it's just acknowledged she's
1: one of the best. Don't even bother arguing. Yeah, she's a champ. Mm-hmm. But, like, a- another thing. The only Oscar that matters to me is the one that I see on SmackDown. Mm-hmm. Okay? The Oscar I know is not going to be in some stupid angle with Alexa Bliss where I'm supposed to believe that Oscar's afraid of that little thing. Get out of my face. Get out of here. Maybe you're going somewhere with this, but I don't like it. Get out of here. Well,
0: I don't can treat, under- don't I,
1: treat my Oscar like that.
0: I can understand <laughs> the trepidation because we've seen the fiend get up from, with the exception of being set on fire, literally like everything. The only thing that kept him down was essentially a sledgehammer to the face so far. So. Asuka, with the Fiend not here, with the transformations that have been happening within Alexa, Asuka doesn't know whether or not those, whether you want to call them abilities or powers or talents or whatever, she, Asuka doesn't know if that has transferred into Alexa. And she wouldn't want to have to deal with that.
1: And I get it. That's Okay. Uh- Nah, man. Randy Orton didn't believe in that bullshit. he did fine. Well, he set the fiend on fire. Yeah, but he wasn't scared of him. He had backed up a few times. Yeah, but not the way, like, I don't know. I think Randy, like, of all the people handling the fiend, I think Randy kind of handled it the best. Mm Mm-hmm. Uh, that, that was the end of that. I just had to say that. <laughs> I gotta go back to the Hell in a Cell.
0: I think Seth's attempt to finally vanquish the Fiend, Um, I thought Seth handled it really well. He knew that the Fiend was virtually unstoppable, and you know, it doesn't matter what the creature is, if you destroy its brain... Unless it's a zombie, it's probably not going to keep coming for you.
1: Maybe, maybe Roman Reigns handles it the best. He's like, "You're just some idiot in a mask." Okay, <laughs> listen, I'm gonna, I'm gonna spear you. You're gonna lay there. I'm the champion. Mm-hmm. I think, yeah, the tribal chief handled that. Once the tribal chief handled the fiend like that, that was it for me. I was like, "Yeah, you's a bitch."
0: And then there was Oldberg. I'm oh, just good. Bit. All right, here, here's a match. I'm gonna hit a spear. I'm gonna pin you, and I'm gonna go home. Well, we
1: did, we had a conversation about Goldberg. I was able to rationalize that, that Goldberg believes more in himself than he does in what the Fiend is, which is what allowed him to beat him.
2: Mm-hmm.
0: Another, you know, it could also be, I mean, it's, pro- it's probably more
1: likely that, but... It's like 60 mental, 40 physical with the Fiend. Yeah. But, like, what if Goldberg
0: is immune because he's not really ori- originally part of the WWE universe he's like he's from another
1: metaverse no i i really think it's because he believes in who he is like goldberg knows who he is and nothing's going to mess oh, I know. with
0: that and so i'm i'm kind of just like proposing an alternate theory i'm not saying like yours
1: is wrong but like what if that's well that's now we're saying that the fiend is a cosmic being That that the only reason that uh, everyone else is affected because Goldberg is from, like, WCW Metaverse, but Mm -hmm. he was here.
0: Right, but he was created there.
1: But it's not like he's never been here. Right? Right.
0: I don't know. Again, I'm kind of just... Like, I'm just coming up with this off the top of my head.
1: Because... The Fiend... Like, all the people he wrestled, I guess, were made here? hmm I it's mean, ex- be... except for, except for the indies. There's gotta be so- someone. Yeah, because, like, he took out... Did he take out... Yeah, he, he beat Finn Balor to NXT. Finn mm-hmm. Balor was a big star overseas in New Japan. Yep. So yeah. So he's technically from another metaverse. He wasn't created here. Right,
0: right. But WCW. I don't know. I I guess when you, when you make that kind of comparison, it kind of falls apart a little bit. Unless you we kind of just say WCW was different because it it's literally the biggest competition WWE ever had. Like New Japan has never really been competition for WWE. They may have
1: just like the same amount or more viewers, but they're not competing. Yeah, I just saw it as, like, when the sale happened, mm-hmm. that, like, the WWE consumed, like, the WCW universe, like, like a Galactus-type mm-hmm. thing, you know, and it's just, like, part of that universe. Like, it was eaten by the WWE universe, like, absorbed into.
2: Mm-hmm.
1: Like, if you put the Ultimate Universe and the Marvel 616 universe together somehow. That okay. Kind
0: of I don't know what that means. But I like I get it. I and I follow. Um Okay. I mean I, I guess you outsmarted my theory, which which works. I mean I, I didn't say I didn't like your theory. I was kinda just It's not a
1: competition. No, it's not. I was just, just playing around with it a, little, All right. bit,
0: All right. you're a up, little bit. You're up one hunting this week. Um so listen that's it's not a
1: competition.
0: That's right. Moving on. So la- last thing um, WB announced that they hired uh, this new lawyer who was a big wrestling fan or whatever. And he even like took to Twitter to talk about it or whatever. And normally I wouldn't give a shit, but something in here is interesting. He says, in addition to a few other things, he is in charge of, quote, talent management, relations, and development, including in gaming, streaming, and metaverse initiatives.
1: Now, given those like Fortnite, no, Fortnite's kind of a metaverse, like they're trying to make one. All
0: right, so in so in this context, that's kind of gonna mean all the talent and anywhere you would find the talent, including on Twitch, including on, um, Cameo, right? That's kind of what he's saying here. Oh
1: okay um i'm I'm asking, oh, I thought you were telling no, I'm asking it's kinda like, um, it's hard because I thought a metaverse was something different, like a metaverse would be like you know how, like in Fortnite, you have all these different characters from different like places, but they're in the one game space mm-hmm. like kinda like that, like it's connecting all the things. I guess.
0: All right. So I think what is happening here is WWE is at least starting to, if they haven't really. So for for regular social media, like tweets are in character for the most part.
1: There's. I got. There are very. The definition of a metaverse, if you want that. to Yes. Help yes. Us. Let's do that. Go ahead. Uh, the metaverse is a collective virtual shared space created by the convergence of virtually enhanced physical reality and physically persistent virtual space, including the sum of all virtual worlds, augmented reality, and the internet.
0: Okay, so, so that so that's kind of just like our real-life definition of the metaverse. It's saying, okay, it includes the entire known universe plus everything that humans have created, including the internet, which would uh, comprise everything digital and every video game. So in but in I think in this context what he's trying to say is so like a WWE metaverse. Right. So like in, in the way that talent is typically we'll say ninety percent of the time in character when they tweet something, right? Or when they post something on Instagram. Um this will extend to if they want to perform, I'm using that word intentionally, perform on Twitch or on Cameo. So that it's kind of going to pull everything together so that they're still in character when they're on Twitch, when they're on Cameo. So if AJ Styles is feuding with... Uh, Brock so, Lesnar. Brock Lesnar. on Alright, so AJ's feuding with Brock, Like, he'll be talking about his upcoming fight with Brock on Twitch
1: in Cameo. You know? But Cameo is like you pay a guy to say a thing for you. Right. So, I think...
0: And, I mean, obviously this is very new. And I'm not in charge of
1: any of it. But... I'm not even trying to understand. I'm trying to keep up here.
0: Yeah. So I'm guessing that they're, they're going to have the remaining character, right? Yeah. So like Oh, that sucks. So on so on cameo, I my guess is you could give someone a script and they could read the exact script or you could sort of say, "Okay, well, wish this guy a happy birthday and, you know, uh, yeah, just just wish him a happy birthday, but like make it like a minute and a half, 2 minutes long or whatever, all right? And then like he, yeah, you know, AJ character. Styles could Say hey, hey man, happy birthday! You know your birthday is also the same birthday as blah blah blah, and that's the day that I beat Brock Lesnar, blah blah blah. I don't know.
1: Uh, I hate this. Thing. <laughs> <laughs> if that's what it is, I don't know what's going on
0: here. <laughs> like, I I think that I think that's what because remember when, when the whole third party platform thing came about. We were speculating that WWE wanted to control the characters. That they didn't want, for example, they didn't want Paige appearing as Soraya. If you're Paige, because you have Page's face, because WWE owns the likeness, then you have to be Paige. You know? Yeah, I don't like it. I don't like it. This See, this is where the whole we own your likeness thing... Yeah, really gets f- friggin' scuzzy.
1: You know why? Because it's weird. Because it's like when this stuff came up, like we didn't have this kind of stuff. Mm-hmm. Like that wording is from like a world before this, where your likeness is like you know, influencers have careers off their appearance. And
2: mm-hmm.
1: you know, it's like it's your appearance. So because you work for this this one job, right? And let's say let's let's call the other thing like like the appearance job. Like Mm -hmm. you have an appearance job, you get paid for just being you, Mm -hmm. but you have this other job that you have like a contract where they have they own your likeness, so it's like you can't work the other job because you have this job now. Or you You understand what I'm
0: saying? Right, or the other job can tell you when you can work, when you can work, and since they own your likeness, they can tell you what you can and can't wear
1: at the other job. Yeah, I don't I think something that has to be looked at in the future. I think big talents like should really, like, look at stuff like that when they're renegotiating their contracts, mm-hmm. so they can get out of that. Because I think that's the only way. Like, if you have like a bargaining chip,
0: yeah. Like I from, I I truly a hundred percent understand why well, I I I can't claim to understand the overall issue, but I understand WWE's perspective in that, yes. You know, I wouldn't know who Paige was if she never was in WWE. Or rather, I should say, I, never, I would, I would never have known who Soraya was if she wasn't in WWE. And I wouldn't be interested in seeing her on Twitch if I didn't know her from WWE. Or if she didn't dress the way she does on Twitch. But maybe that's a bad example. But you know what I'm saying? <laughs> um, because uh, spaghetti straps all the time. Anyway, um. And of course I understand the streamer's perspective of well you know this is my downtime you know I I used to work 5 days a week I'm now working one maybe two days a week my pay is reflecting that so I'm making 80% less than I was making before so in my newfound downtime why can't I do something on my own make it then that is completely mine so it's so that's why it's such muddy waters because in their own ways they are both right. Now yeah. if 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 WWE has some big plans and will fairly compensate the talent for this, then by all means. But and maybe hiring this guy is the first step towards that. Maybe hiring this guy is Kind of gonna help bridge the gap for talent for all, for because I mean, there's a lot of talent that went from working five days a week to one maybe two, um, and their bank accounts are suffering for it. Maybe this is the first step towards getting them some compensation. Saying, all right, you you can make you can make your own hours on Twitch, uh, but. You, you know you you got to promote the merch you got to promote the storyline you gotta you know and and you got to really not talk bad about uh your fellow f- fellow faces or fellow heels you know just be just be in character. What it's gonna entail, I don't know, but that that's kind of what I envision
1: this as. Alright, look, at the end of the day, just do what you're told. I don't want to see this in the news anymore. I don't want to talk about it anymore because I hate it. <laughs> this We had the exact same conversation the first time it was brought up and I never want to hear about it. So, good luck, guys. Enjoy all your money. I live in a hole. <laughs> Fucking go live your life and be happy. And when neg- negotiations come up, do what you gotta do, player. That's your face.
0: There you go. Hmm.
1: So that's it for the news for now. Thank God. I I like I was look. I was sitting here. I'm like, oh my god, something terrible is gonna happen. He's gonna say something that's gonna make everybody sad. <laughs> Someone's fucking dead.
0: It's I actually happen. have some a uh, bit of podcast news to drop.
1: You have podcast news.
0: Yeah. What? 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 Starting next week. I will be receiving an Impact Wrestling report.
1: Impact Wrestling report? Mm-hmm.
0: Like, sure, I could read, you know, spoilers on the goings-on in Impact, but I got someone who's going to do it for me. We're going to be debuting. He's not, He won't be speaking. He'll be sending me the report, and I'll, I'll go over it so that we can follow along with
1: this cross-promotional storyline that's going on. You know, um... I don't like new things, but uh, this could work. Because I've said it before, even today, I just don't have time to watch Impact. Oh, I have time. Mm-hmm. I'm just making a mental health choice not to. <laughs> I hear you. So, I feel like there's like enough toxicity in the world that I don't need to add more to it. You mm-hmm. know, I'm trying to be more positive. I'm trying to be like, you know, a better person, you know, even after I shit on your storyline. I just still wanna feel like a better person.
2: Mm-hmm.
1: I wanna apologize. I make feel like maybe I hurt your feelings. I wasn't trying to, that wasn't my intention. You know, it's let's go, you know, I'm just going. Yeah. You know, we just go on this podcast. I just we just let's go. We'll figure it out later, you know. Alright, so let's not dwell on
0: that. We will have an impact report next week. Moving on from that. We got to talk about this week in wrestling. Yeah, let's go. Alright,
1: what do you want to talk about? Uh, what do I want to talk about? Yeah. Listen. I don't like to do this on this podcast. But I'm going to do it anyway. Uh, I'm going to have to ask that everyone who is not Sasha Banks lower the volume of the podcast <laughs> until you can't hear or just skip ahead. 20 seconds, but Sasha, I know you're listening now because you—it's just just you and me right now talking. Um, the blue eyebrows are too much. (laughs) Now, I—it's your listen. You do whatever you want to do, Boo. Okay, you do what you want to do, but your eyebrows make you look like a Sesame Street—like, like like maybe like a Sesame Street vampire bit you. Or, like, a Sesame Street werewolf, and, like, you're starting to slowly turn. Especially with, like, that 8K or whatever they're doing. Mm-hmm. Um, Yeah, that was jarring for me. And, mm-hmm. you know, you tried. You tried something, and guess what? You're better than me. 100%. Okay, everybody, if you're still, you know, just turn it up, you can listen again. You didn't
0: even uh, get loud, so. Yeah. So. Um, So, two things regarding what you said.
1: One it was. Hold okay. on a second. Mm-hmm. The reason I told everybody to lower it because it's not for them to hear. Oh, okay. It's not because I was gonna get loud. Oh, okay. I hate that I had to explain that. <laughs> Sorry. Now it's funnier. You see? Yes.
0: So, one the the eyebrow thing. Now, I've spoken to my wife about this because, like, you know, my wife dyes her hair, and she's like, "What?" And and I'll t- I'll tell you. I'll even tell you how this how this came up. This came up. Back in the day, when she was trying to get me into watching Doctor Who, and the female lead on the show, blonde hair, brown eyebrows, and they're like, they're not gr- gross, but I never noticed that. But they're big, bushy eyebrows. I don't know if the female lead has changed on the show since. No, that's of, that's the first. That's
1: the Doctor. That's, no, no, not the
0: Doctor. The female the doc- lead. That is not the
1: Doctor. The doctor is the female lead. Wait. Wait, is this is is this not recent? Like, no, not recent. Dealing? Years ago. Okay. Years ago. Never mind. Because <laughs> like you gotta give me a timeline. Because like Dr. around the Who's David Tennant days. Right I know. I'm just saying. Like Doctor Who is still on, and the lead is Doctor Who. Okay. And the lead always changes, like every now and again.
0: Okay. Well, I figure other cast members would change also. So the female lead that is not Doctor Who. I don't okay. know if this person. Well, right
1: now it's okay. I get it. The one, the the the, the companion. Yeah, that's that's the one. Sure. Okay. I, I I wish I knew names, if, but I don't. If it's tenant, then it's probably uh, Rose. That
0: sounds right. So she had like,
1: especially like is her mouth kind of big.
0: Yeah, she had she has a big Rose. mouth thing, like like that. That's photographed. All right. No, that's Rose. One hundred percent. Okay, so that's Rose. So like. Her eyebrows weren't gross, but they were thick, they were full, and they were several hundred shades darker than her hair. And I'm like, why doesn't she dye them? And my wife says, you know, w- women don't dye their eyebrows. It's too, maybe it's too damaging or whatever. I I don't remember why she said. I think she might have said it looks fucking stupid. Maybe. But, like, <laughs> but if women don't dye their eyebrows, isn't it obvious like, isn't the point of...
1: For some women,
0: when they dye their hair, don't they want it to look natural?
1: Yeah, because blue hair is fucking natural. Boy,
0: so, uh, so...
1: So, Sasha's
0: completely disproving this whole thing. Like, sh- this is... It's not even thing.
1: her hair! <laughs> it's not even her hair! Like, what are we doing here?
0: <laughs> so, so for a woman that, like, dyes her hair blonde, for example... why? Okay, that's a different situation,
1: though. Like, like
0: I get that... <laughs> to to go from a darker mm-hmm. color to blonde I get that there's a a bleaching process which I found out does not actually involve bleach but yeah, that's another story it. I guess um but that it's it's just very damaging to the hair so you don't want to do it to hair as delicate
1: as your eyebrows definitely so Wait, what if they're not her real eyebrows? As she did like a weave with her eyebrows.
0: Maybe, or maybe she did a lashley and painted them on. No. Well,
1: maybe. <laughs> they...
0: <laughs> I mean, at at this point, if, what are we listen, putting past? I
1: didn't, that? I didn't say it. I'm just laughing, Bobby Lashley. Listen, everybody else, turn down your, turn down your sound, please. <laughs> I gotta, I gotta talk to Bobby Lashley. Um, look, Bobby Lashley, since it's just me and you. I respect you as the CEO of the Hurt Business and Business is Good, is booming. Just please don't bring that business this way. We are actually not even in the same space right now. I know from the sound quality, it's like we're right in front of each other. That's how great this podcast is. (laughs) And thank you, everyone, for making this such a great podcast. Um, By the way, you guys shouldn't be listening. if You're eavesdropping right now if you just heard that. But listen, (laughs) Mr. Lashley, I don't know him. Like, we just got thrown together, so any beef you got, that's him and he's not even like saying anything mean he's just pointing something out so but like if you really do want to visit violence on anybody it should be him i was just laughing like it was funny so okay so that right, reminds everybody. me wasn't wasn't you could turn up your sound
0: <laughs> that reminds me wasn't it this week that Bobby Lashley stomped the ground and it hurt Matt Riddle's foot
1: listen bobby lashley The reason why I, I, you know, you guys in here, but like part of it was a plea to him not to harm me. Um, (laughs) He is so powerful that he could strike the ground with his foot and it would shake the ground like Jackson Mortal Kombat 3. Mm. Like he would just stomp the ground and send shockwaves through the ground. And like, you know, I guess he doesn't know his own power. Uh, Maybe he didn't mean to expose that secret, but Bat Riddle should have just, you know, taken it like a man. But instead he got the ground taken out from under him. So
0: based on that, we already have a feud brewing. 100%
1: 100% Jax versus Bobby Lashley. Well, I was thinking within... Oh, right, of course. Right. Bronson Reed. Bronson Reed, right. Because he yeah, stomps he lost the stairs him. when he comes up. Yeah. yeah, I hope he does. I hope Bronson Reed is in a high-profile feud with with Bobby Lashley. I wouldn't mind that. I, ha-
0: I haven't become a, a Bronson Reed fan yet, I gotta say. I like him. He, there's
1: something, like, he's kind of like, uh. He's kind of like reminds me of, like, Taz, if Taz had size.
2: Hmm.
1: Kind of thing. Okay. But, like, if he's a monster. Like, that kind of deal. Like, he, I don't know. I like him. I don't know. something about him. Maybe, I like, a shorter got, Bam Bam Bigelow? Maybe. He's just got. There's something there. I don't think he. I think he might. How tall is Bam Bam Bigelow? I think he's taller, bro. Let me see. I'm checking right now. Let me check. Bam Bam, you check Bronze and Reed. Mm-hmm. All right. So Bam Bam Bigelow is six foot two. Five eleven. Damn, made me look stupid. <laughs> but is all right. So whatever they could do, they could do wrestling weight, like just for booking wrestling height. Mm-hmm. You know. Yeah, he's like six one, six two. Why not? Yeah. Ah. Oh, wow. Kevin Five Grimes is six feet. Wow. 5.11 isn't all that colossal, especially if Cameron Grimes is... They might want to think about rebranding, anyway. Um, so,
0: according to the Google here, because it says people also search for... It has Grimes at 6 feet, Timothy Thatcher at 6'3", which I can
1: see, and Damian Priest at 6'5". Alright, hold on a second. Look, I, like, I still like Bronson Reed, but I just want to say, like... All right, everybody that's not on the creative team for NXT, I want you to please lower the sound. This (laughs) is, I got to talk to you guys. Listen, you might want to rethink that colossal part and like him having Godzilla on his shoulders because he's not even that big. (laughs) Like when it compared to a regular man, a regular wrestling man, he's not even that, it's not even that big of a deal. So let's, let's work that colossal thing out. Let's try something else, which well, is kind of sad because I really like that jacket. He's got that little toy Godzilla or whatever on his shoulder. I feel like, like that was a hundred percent his idea. It's gotta be right. <laughs> I,
0: I I don't think anyone on any of the creative teams would think of that. Everybody can turn back their sound up. There you go. But I mean, considering the whole rethinking the colossal things, five eleven,
1: three thirty, that's okay. Maybe it's like a a width thing, not like a height. Yeah. I I guess, but he's still not... So wait, he's not tall enough to have Godzilla on him, but he's fat enough. Right. Is that what that is?
0: I, I think the word you're looking for is broad or stout.
1: That's better, because
0: I'm fat. He's broad <laughs> or stout.
1: That's different.
0: I don't think you're fat. I th- I think you might
1: be in, quote-unquote, fat Jerry mode again, but you were never fat. No, I'm fat. I'm eating my feelings. <laughs> Um, I'm trying to fill a hole that's never going to get filled with food. It's it's crazy. And I think I'm drowning. So SmackDown was <laughs> terrific uh, this week. It was like it was so I had so much fun uh, with SmackDown this week. Like it, it took the, the bad taste of main event Alexa out of my mouth um, and uh, toasty Randy Orton. Which, by the way, he's going for it, man. Randy are you say what you want, he's doing his thing, man. He's like, boy, I am so bored. I am so bored, I do not mind wearing this weird luchador mask and have, like, burnt man makeup on my nose. Mm-hmm. It kind of does look like he was burnt for real. That's good makeup. And it was smarter than to put him in, like, a dark room. Yeah. So, it's like it's not obviously noticeable, I'm like, I st- I think he was st- actually in
0: the ring. And they just didn't Uh-oh. do all the lights.
1: He's, he's like, um, he's fan of the Opera, Randy Orton. Mm-hmm. Like, acting-wise, like, this is his, 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 his crescendo. His, like, he's going out on a high note with, like, this look at me, I'm acting, guys. Mm-hmm. I'll show you, I can beat The Rock. Like, not, not for nothing, this is, I this don't. This is his best stuff, I think. Like I, I for... agree, I don't,
0: yeah, I don't, I don't think this is necessarily the most high-profile, in his career, but this is still in very high profile. Still at the top of his game, he he could still wrestle like like he. I feel like Bro. he could, he has at least like ten years left.
1: Here's the thing, man. I believe you, and I'm I'm just saying like you really can't come uh, like I'm saying like for what 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 we have now. There's yeah. nothing like most of the stuff now compared to what we had. Is no disrespect, not great. Right, Like, it's kind of like a hammock. Like, two trees. You got Roman Reigns on SmackDown, and on Raw, you got, like, Randy Orton and AJ Styles holding up the other side of the hammock. Mm-hmm. Everything else is a dip. You know what I'm saying? It's going back mm-hmm. and forth. It's like, there's not much to look forward to, is all I'm saying. Compared to before, where you had, like, what's The Rock doing? What's Triple H doing? What's Stone Cold doing? You know, yeah, you can't really compare it, but yeah, you're right, man. I, he's still got plenty of time, but I'm saying like being in the spotlight, like like he doesn't always have to be in the spotlight. Like right now, he's you know he's in high profile feuds. Then he goes and he does low key Randy, where like he'll do a thing here and there.
2: Mm-hmm.
1: You know what I'm saying? Like I think that that probably lends to the the physical longevity, cause yeah, 100. percent
0: He's been doing this. Twenty years now,
1: yeah. He got his injuries out of the way early. Yeah, he did. <laughs> Remember mm-hmm. he RNN? If not for yeah. that,
0: if not for RNN, I don't think we'd have the same Randy Orton we do now.
1: No, oh, probably not. Um, but yeah. Uh, but with SmackDown, like, <laughs> I I had to watch the opening segment twice because, okay. like, as as soon as Roman basically called Pierce a puss, mm-hmm. I was like. Oh, like I was stuck. Mm.
2: <laughs> just like he
1: did it. Like I'm some kind of like, like a teenager that heard ass on TV for the first time or something, mm-hmm.
0: or the oh. shit, the shit episode of South Park.
1: Yeah, like did did that guy just say he was gonna whoop that guy's ass? Mm. Stolz said so. Mm. He's like, he's like, like a puss. He's like, I hurt all the time. Like, oh my god. I'm like, yeah, it's a good thing there's no fans out there because they would need, like, uh, a shield in front of them because Roman was spitting. Yup. Roman was spitting. Paul Heyman was spitting. Mm-hmm. I am from New York. I will whoop your ass. Mm-hmm. I was like, what? This is the best stuff ever. <laughs> I love this dumb thing. Mm. <laughs> it was just so, like, Sami Zayn comes out. He's got those guys, that documentary crew. That
2: was great. My man's a
1: tribal chief. Didn't even leave the ring yet after Paul Heyman challenged Pierce. Mm-hmm. I would have had... I told you this yesterday, but I want the fans to know. I also tweeted at Basement Chair. Follow me, bro. I'm funny. Um. Anyway, like I was saying. So, Sami Zayn's out there with his crew. I was hoping, like, after Sami Zayn had handcuffed himself to the barrier... Like Roman Reigns, he's a tribal chief. He's on his way out. He's leaving. He sees that crew over there. He goes up to Sammy Zayn. Sami's like, "Oh, you know, I respect you, blah, blah. blah. what a great." And then Roman Reigns is like, "That's cool, Sammy. I'll see you later." What? Well, just <laughs> slaps him open head slap like he was his child, mm. right across the face. Just leave him unconscious. Like he's just hanging there. He got like his arm in the air on the on the barricade. You probably like imagine that he just just sleep mm. just slept him. That'd be great. So like. Every time somebody comes out, it's just like, Sami Zane just passed out. Like everybody does like a different thing. Hashtag sleeping Sammy. Yeah, I would have had him there during that Bianca Belair Bailey segment still sleep, just mm-hmm. sleeping right there. Um, but yeah, that's. Have Bailey missed a shot and accidentally clocked Sammy in the head? Anything helps. Like, honestly, I don't think he's doing a character. I mm-hmm. just think that's who he is. Mm-hmm. And quite frankly, uh, that to me believability is very important, and he's got it. I can respect my enemies. I despise Sami Zayn, but he's probably one of the best heels right now, because I think that's just him.
2: It's so like,
1: look, right now there's a hierarchy, alright? Nobody it wants to hear this, but I'm going to say it to you right now. Okay, everybody that's not Dave Meltzer, I need you to lower <laughs> the sound right here, because this is a private conversation between me and Davey Meltz. Listen, Davey Meltz. MJF, that's done alright, he fell off, he can go sing songs with his boy Jericho, but listen, at the end of the day, and God bless Jericho, he beat COVID, but listen Sammy Zayn is the better heel alright, I said it here, I said it here on the Basement Booker's podcast, alright, everybody else turn up your headphones, I, uh, I said something controversial, and I'm not gonna repeat it. I gotta say, that is bold it is bold, right, I it's very controversial that's big and bold a very controversial i th- i th- I, do I think use there... it as a shield for my self esteem
0: yeah I do think there there is uh, a good debate to be had about
1: that, absolutely one thousand p- percent I mean, you can't do a thousand percent because really only a hundred is the allowable, but yeah, still anyway, uh yeah, I thought that was cool that good was stuff Go, that I liked. going back to Sasha,
0: so I was right in that there were no strikes landed. By Reginald. You were right, but I was right, he was doing a lot of flippy stuff. There's a
1: lot of flippy stuff.
0: Dude's crazy athletic.
1: I had said that, and I could tell that just from the one thing he did that one time. Yeah, so could I. Like, then he's like, like he the so laying all over the place.
0: Yeah, like, the he he did like a flip from inside the ring between the bottom two ropes to, the, to land on his feet on the outside. What? Like, I don't, I don't even know where... The your center of, of balance has to be, to do that.
1: I'm gonna make a bold prediction. This guy's gonna be in the Royal Rumble, and he's gonna do something crazy.
0: I'm uh, I'm okay with it.
1: I wouldn't mind him getting a spot.
0: Shit. Have like have him do do a couple crazy things to uh to avoid getting eliminated.
1: I don't even want to speculate because I want it to be something that I can't like. Yes, mm-hmm. you know, like I, it can't be something that I could come up with, you know, like that's that's how awesome it's gonna be. That's what I think. Mm-hmm. Maybe you're right, and I'm fucking gonna sit there mad at you because you spoiled the fucking rumble for me. But whatever. Nah. Listen, so, so, I might so, forget. So
0: speaking of the rumble, I watched the um, the AJ Styles WWE Untold thing, and you know, talking about you know his debut at the rumble. I thought it was. Uh, I would like. I think I would have liked it better if it was one of those, you know, WWE twenty four the day of. But like this, because they 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 talked about his um his road to WWE and how he was at TNA for eleven years, decided to go to Japan, and he he even said that you know they they want him to resign, but they offered him less money, and he he said I have to know what I'm worth, and I can't sign that. And how. You know, he went to Japan, his whole road to WWE. It was a cool story, but for me, it kind of reignited my interest in the Rumble because, yes, there are surprises every year. And it's just a matter of how big is the surprise. Oh, it's a Tonka. I don't give a shit. AJ Styles. Fuck. My mind was blown when AJ made his debut.
1: You're bringing up a very valid point. This is going to be the first Royal Rumble that's not in front of a live crowd. Right. And I think that is going to be a big difference maker because then it's like the onus is on them, they cuz the sound is controlled by them, so they have to manufacture how loud the pop is. And then it's like it's fake. Yeah, it's and they
0: and they've they've been trying things. I noticed the the heat for Roman on SmackDown was louder this week.
1: Well, I think that's what it would be. <laughs> like, that's one of those things. where, like, that's definitely what it would be. Actually, you know what? I'm wrong. Because there would be a lot of pops for it. Like, them controlling the booze is a good thing, is what I'm saying. Yeah. Because then you prevent that. This is the perfect time to make the heel turn, because then you could prevent him getting that face pop for be trying to do his heel thing, you know, because they control the reaction. All right. Cause it's like it's that's part of the problem. Like I think someone asked him. Like this, I was gonna, I'm gonna tell you about an interview he did. But before that, like um, they asked him before like why he's not heels. Cause it's like, or oh, is it John Cena? Yeah, cause John Cena's like he turns heel, then they're just gonna cheer for him. It's gonna be the same thing. Yeah. So it's like now it's like they control it. So it's the perfect time for him to do it. Mm-hmm. Um. So yeah, they Roman always wanted to be a heel. Like, they all agreed that it would be Seth Rollins. Like, that would be, that's that would always happen. Mm-hmm. But he wanted to stay heel. That Ambrose was the only one that, um, would be face.
2: Mm-hmm.
1: But, like, it worked out the way they worked out, and they went the way they went. Speaking of Seth, happy I,
0: uh, well, I know he's, like, on paternity leave at the moment, but, like, this...
1: Yo, you think Becky Lynch is coming back? I'm sorry. Uh, she just popped into my head. I hear Seth Rollins. I, I get angry.
0: <laughs> How long ago did she have the kid?
1: Not long enough, I don't uh... think. At least to me. I think it was like a month ago. It was a month, maybe two months ago.
0: You know, I'm going to say that it's too soon. Um, I think just in general, medically, you want you want to rest up a little more. We don't know how much, um, of the baby weight she'll retain still. Yeah. So yeah. like, there are a lot of factors to consider. Maybe she doesn't even want to.
1: Also, there's probably internals, and also she wants to do baby stuff. But yeah, it was December, December seventh. Hmm. It's two months. That was the announcement.
0: December seventh, January seventh. So month. It's a month and a half.
1: Yeah. It's a nah, it possibility. Would be crazy. It would be crazy.
0: I'm certainly not going to get my hopes up for it.
1: Nah, I... me neither, man. That's one of those things where it's like, listen, if Charlotte wins, so be it, you know. But mm-hmm. a lot of people say it could be Bianca Belair. I'm okay with it. Yeah, Naomi.
0: Naomi might make her return. Maybe. But I don't think she's winning a Royal Rumble. No. Mm-hmm. Um. Anyway. Yep. I don't know. I, I I'm not. I kind I kind of never really had a connection to Naomi. You know. No, me neither. Maybe maybe because she wasn't ever given much of a character. Like she went from
1: Funkadactyl to Hey, I glow. And no, I can I, think, I can dance. I think she's good, but I don't think that there's has been any kind of like. Storyline where I invested myself because she was involved in it. Yeah, exactly. But if I did, I don't remember. Like honestly, and that's nobody's fault. That's just me, like, just not even remembering. Just, yeah, like, it's, like it's tough sometimes. Yeah,
0: like, and we even talked about it last week. Like, literally from day one, like from her performance in the obstacle course on NXT on Raw, I said, "Holy shit, she's athletic." give her a job and she she's still amazingly athletic she you know she she was she had she was doing her like kind of kofi-esque rumble elimination avoidance you know she landed on the barricade similar to what john morrison did i think she did the pogo stick with the chair with the uh when he announced the chairs but the i i never clicked with the character
1: Yeah, if doing a thing was like all you needed, that Ricochet would be the universal champion. Absolutely. Like, what do we? Yeah. Um, so Naomi
0: could come back, but she ain't gonna win. Bianca, Bianca's got a character. She's got a thing. Um, I could see her winning. I could see Vince being confident, even though like she's new to the quote unquote main roster. I could see Vince being confident enough in her to give her that.
1: I wonder maybe it could be like Alexa or Bailey like I don't like Bailey's like not pop, it, it's like a uh it's like saying that Beth Phoenix is going to win the rumble but yeah. like um they're not going to give that to her like right now she's just helping out with uh Bianca Belair getting her over
0: if Bailey so. eliminates Bianca last to win Huge and
1: I better go buy a lottery
2: ticket. <laughs>
1: <laughs> um, what about
0: friggin like I like I knew like we all knew Bianca Strong carrying Otis?
1: Yeah and I think Bailey like wasn't supposed to mess that up before she did. Like she was gonna lose it but like the way she came down she's like shit like I think maybe she was supposed to get just a little bit further. Hmm. But like even maybe she was supposed to fall but not that way. That didn't look safe.
0: Yeah, I'm not. Gonna, I'm not going to read too much into it.
1: No, I'm not reading too much. Yeah. Accidents happen, but I don't think that went down the way it was supposed to. Yeah, maybe that, or you know what? I'm a mark ass bitch, and Bailey's very good at um wrestling. Yeah,
0: I I can't tell either way. Um, I mean, it it could be just that she underestimated what Chad Gable's weight would
1: be. Right. Yeah. I was concerned for, like, a second that, like, Bianca would fall, but I'm glad she didn't. Mm. That could have been bad.
0: It's funny when she bumped into the cameraman. Yeah. When she was backing up to do the uh, the walls. Something about the walls, I don't remember.
1: I don't I, I remember what it was called, but, like, she had to leap over the walls. She gotta be careful when she, you know, backing that thing up, man. That's mm. dangerous.
0: So, is her hair real, do you think?
1: I don't think it is. It could be, though. It looks kind of long, where, like, if it wasn't, you got to be careful you don't get snatched, balled up in here. Yeah, like, you got to wrap that shit up when you go on an escalator. Yeah, and you're spinning around all the time. I don't, maybe. Who knows? I don't know. Because the video that they showed of Bianca, you know, jumping
0: rope with it was on her, I think, her Instagram or Twitter. I don't remember. And I'm like, it's not usually that long. So if it's real, then she braids it and then like braid like she'll go to a certain
1: length and then braid it back up the other way back towards the bun. Look, man, all I'm saying, if Bailey would have won that would've would have worked on that pogo stick, boy, we wouldn't be having this conversation. We'd be having a different conversation entirely. Seventeen seconds she beat her by. I know, man. Not enough pogo stick. You know, it would have been her winning, but you know, it is what it is, right? Bailey was like, you know what? I think, I think it's Bailey helped Bianca Belair too much, like, cause she gave her her own hurdles to jump. Mm-hmm. So, like, if she had to do the same hurdles as Bailey, maybe she wouldn't have did as well. That's all I'm saying.
0: Yeah, like she she easily might have tripped over those.
1: She made, yeah, she made it something that maybe she's she's used to because she could do that. She it was in the videos, mm-hmm. you know, and like it wouldn't be fair for her to do what Bailey does because Bailey's an expert at her thing, you mm-hmm. know. She could have tripped, you know, like that. But yeah, so that was that was fun. That was good. It was XT all over again, but not so much, you know. Yeah, a little bit. Yeah. A little throwback.
0: Um, what'd you think of the Gilbert thing?
1: I thought it was predictable. Mm-hmm. Like I felt it because it's like, listen, if Goldberg was gonna be there, I'd know about it. Yeah. Like, th- there's no way to keep that secret. Um. Other thing. The dude that was. Drew McIntyre, or as Drew would say, the melted candle version of Drew McIntyre, mm-hmm. he's actually from the Tim Allen Santa Claus movies. Really? Yeah, he plays the head elf. Hmm. Uh, Maury or something? Murray or something, I think his name. What? My wife says his name is Bernard. She made a quick cameo <laughs> on the Basement Booker's podcast. We love her for that. <laughs> she, oh, she's always contributing to all the positive in the world. Mm-hmm. But yeah, now you know about Bernard, yeah. I was watching, I'm like, is
2: that him?
1: And it was.
0: (laughs) Nice. I didn't recognize him, but I only saw the movie the one
1: time, way back in the way back. Listen, man, I'm impressed that you even seen it. Mm -hmm. If I'm being honest, you're an uncultured savage. I I Um... remember hoping (laughs) it
0: would be funnier than it ended up being. I guess I put a little too much faith in Tim Allen.
1: Yeah. I liked Home Improvement. So did I. Yeah, that was a great show. Mm-hmm. I, I, I,
0: like, I think one conversation I remember, um, he had just finished talking to Wilson about a problem, of course, and he comes, he goes to Jill and says something about, he's like, "Yeah, you know, it, it, it's a paradox." Yeah, <laughs> and she's like, "Do you mean paradox? Why? What'd I say? <laughs> or something like that?" It's like uh, silliness. It was almost slapstick, that show. I even heard the stupid laugh track. <laughs> like You know what? I've seen studio audiences. I don't think that was a laugh track. At least some of the time, I think it wasn't a laugh track.
1: Sometimes it is. I'm just saying. No, that's all right. Um, Man, the world uh, is a laugh track right now. The world is a laugh track. <laughs> I don't have any more lyrics for that. So Thanks for that. Something. I don't have any <laughs> lyrics that would apply. I guess not. Um so listen, this next thing is sensitive it's a sensitive topic and um I think look, sometimes you you gotta try your best and you realize sometimes it doesn't work. But listen, I need everybody who's not uh the riot squad to just lower their sound real quick. I got to I got something I got to say to the Riot Squad. Mm-hmm. Look, I think you guys did great. Um Rich you could be in it on this too. Like Rich also thinks you guys did great. Always. in And your match mm-hmm. against um the Majestic Women's Tag Teams Champions as uh Michael Cole said that they were majestic apparently, mm-hmm. which I I agree. I mean, when you think majestic, what do you think? You think like a a beautiful horse. Maybe, maybe like a Pegasus, or like a unicorn. And that's what they are, really. Oscar as Charlotte Flair are unicorns. I'll be. Let's not get, you know. Let's not get this twisted. All right, ladies, you guys are great. I think you're great, but don't be too mad at Billy Kay, cause then what would have happened, right? She didn't mess up, mess you guys up. You would have got a win on the women's champions, and at the end of the day, you're gonna feel like. That's a fluke, right, Rich? Would you say that would be like a fluke? I think they might consider it flukish. Right, 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 right. So then, what does that give you? You're gonna go in there. You're gonna get a maybe. You're gonna get an opportunity at the women's championships, right? That should be the next logical step, right, Rich? Right, Rich. You beat the women's champions. In the rest in this business, it doesn't matter what the rankings are because who cares? Mm-hmm. It's, it's the last one to pin the champion should get a title shot, right? Right. So you're gonna get the title shot. You go out there. Now you're not just against Charlotte Flair and Oscar. Now, and I'm gonna t- I'm gonna borrow this. I'm gonna borrow this. Hey, Dude, can I borrow this for a second? All right. Now you guys lower the volume. All right. do Day's out of here. I told you guys to lower the volume, but you didn't listen. That's how you do what I said big match Oscar to Charlotte Flair. Now you got big match Oscar and Charlotte Flair, and you think they're going to let the Riot Squad take their championships? No, you're going to get that booty bump. Boom. You're going to get that natural selection right there. And then one of you is going to wind up tapping out to the figure eight. Mm-hmm. That's what's going to happen. Or the Oscar lock. Or the Oscar lock. Or, no, you know what, matter of fact, they're going to embarrass you, because it's going to be both. Like, mm. both of you. What are you with the Oscar lock? What are you with the figure eight? You guys do like a rock, scissors, paper. Figure that out for yourselves. That's what's going to happen. You're going to get knocked to the bottom of the card, and who knows what's going to happen. Next thing you know, you're in a tag team match against a better team, and they beat you, and you got to break up. I still like you guys, though. But look, she saved you guys. Don't be mad at Billy Kay. Be friends with Billy Kay because I think she's great. All right, everybody else can turn up the headphones now and join in on this podcast.
0: Oh, I rat. hope
1: I hope you were productive with that big gap, but you did miss much.
0: Right. No jokes about having a big gap. But um, real quick. Hey. Hi y'all. Uh, So, not quite General Manager Daniel Bryan told us that the winner of the Royal Rumble matches get to choose what champion they want to face at WrestleMania again.
1: This year's rules have been confirmed. Because
0: mm-hmm. we know they flip it all the time based on whatever the hell they feel like doing. Or how whatever the hell Vince feels like doing. Uh, last year, Charlotte versus Rhea definitely had that big match feel, because I feel like it was a huge match for Rhea Ripley. I'm a huge Rhea Ripley fan. That is well-documented on this podcast. Um, I just wish she had the time to shine in front of the 70,000-plus that were scheduled to be at the Raymond James Stadium. Who's Raymond James, anyway? Do you know?
1: Uh, I actually went to school with a Raymond James... There was a Raymond James in my class when I went to PS288 in Coney. Um, But I don't think he's the same Raymond James.
0: Let me see if it says on the Wikipedia for stadium.
1: I think it's because it's Raymond James Financial Services. Maybe they... Like, you know, you Yeah, know how, like there's the okay. T D bank. Yeah, there's a
0: thirteen year deal by Saint Petersburg based Raymond James Financial.
1: Yeah, it would have been better if it was that kid I went to school with. Oh well. Alright, learn something new. He's got a stadium. I got a nice little chair to sit in. That's cool.
0: So I did like SmackDown. I think SmackDown was
1: the show of the week. Was it the show of the week? Was it because I said one hundred percent? I agree. Right now, let me tell you something, brother. It's going down. But you know, the Roddy fight to get it, the fight pit match though, yeah, was awesome. Yeah, that was good. But like it, it Chappa didn't get embarrassed, mm-hmm. and this guy's got his old match that he always beats people in. So now it's going to be like a thing like when he eventually moves up to the main roster like it's got to be somebody going over him on in a fight pit match. Mm-hmm. Unless they don't and he just wins the one on the way out and brings that to the main roster.
0: And then brings the
1: fight pit too. That's what I'm saying. That'd be crazy. Yeah like you bring it with you. Fight but pit like, that it'll... traverse reigns. No, because he'd have to go over. Hmm. Like right. he's un—I—he'd I, I, have to be unbeaten in that type of match. So let's assume Thatcher stays heel. Thatcher versus Brian. Look, man, I told you I'm a married man. <laughs> and if you're trying to put moves on me, I don't <laughs> like it. I told you that. Okay, don't be saying things like that. Daniel Bryan versus the Thatch.
0: oh. That's a can versus the
1: E Alpha Academy. I'm that, I'm that uh Vince McMahon Man meme, but I'm already at the bottom one. <laughs> where like he's got like the transdimensional powers mm. or whatever.
0: Yeah, no, I've I've only seen the GIF where he falls over.
1: Yeah, this is the one. This is the, the one. Yeah, that that's that, that
0: second image isn't even from he's not even in the chair.
1: Maybe he had to sit down. He he was sitting, then he got up. And then he fell back down, and now he's like, oh, that's a thing. Look, I didn't make it. I didn't invent this. All right. All right? I'm just letting you know. I'm letting everybody know. I got to be the guy.
0: No doubt. No doubt. No doubt.
1: I'm a man of the world. I don't know if you know that. So NXT,
0: AEW, Dynamite. Dynamite was all right. Trying to remember anything from Dynamite that was worth. I usually worth keep
1: about. notes if I like want to come back to something or I want to talk about something if I think something's good now. All right, because, so, so like... something bugged me about Dynamite.
0: So, um, MJF pinned Sammy while holding the tights, right? Yeah. Wardlow tried to you know distract and interfere. He gave MJF the diamond ring, and after the match. I don't remember which announcer, if it was Excalibur or JR. it wasn't Shivani. Maybe it was Shivani, I don't know. But, like, someone it's said...
2: Yeah. dead! Yeah.
0: No, so, uh, one of them said, what did we just witness? As if they're shocked that any member of the heel faction involved in this match would try to cheat to win.
1: Uh, By the way, 100%, that's Tony Shivani. He's the only person that says that. Okay. So... Like, why Why are you
0: shocked at that? I mean, isn't it for a potential title shot? The, the The winners of the match, the winning tag team, gets to represent the inner circle in an upcoming tag title match. Why wouldn't they cheat? I don't. I, I. I don't get. I don't know if, if it's the fault of whoever is producing the announcers. I don't know if anyone's producing the announcers, or if there's. I don't know if the announcers are like clued in ahead of time and like, all right, prepare a line.
1: But I don't know. Like, it does kind of feel like a, I don't know what to say here, kind of thing. Like this is just this, this is crazy, but. Wow, that's crazy, Like you know what I mean? Like what is he supposed to do there? Why act shocked of something that like is gonna happen?
0: I feel like so if they're the type of announced team that doesn't want to know what happens in advance, particularly for a high profile like triple threat match like this was, you prepare like a line or a thought, an idea, something. For every possible scenario. So you have. Possible three po- three potential winning teams. Right? And did they cheat or not? Was there interference from outside or not? Was there interference from someone that is not in the inner circle? Or not? Just like have an idea of where you're going to go. And you just go there. Based on what happens. Like don't try to come up with something on the spot. And expect it to be good. Like. Like. You're, you're, well, actually, he is a podcast
1: host, but like, I was going to say, say. He's been in the game for a long time, and you better show some respect. And I. Giovanni Shivani rings your doorbell, slaps you across the mouth. I can't do anything to protect you. He's an old man. That's, I'm not going to. You know what? Come and do it. That'll help me. That'll help the podcast. I'm just saying, I. 100%, but don't press charges because you asked for it. That's Let right. No, you know, right now. That's fine. Okay. You take that ass whooping because that's Rich Riz. So, that's who he is.
0: So I've never been a fan of Shivani's work, whether it be on commentary. Oh, it's or known.
1: Episode. It's known well, yeah. to this entire podcast audience. It's consistent. It's like him, Vince Russo, mm-hmm. Vince Russo, mm-hmm. Vince, Russo <laughs> <laughs>
2: Vince,
1: <laughs> Vince Russo, Mike today, Vince West. Russo, Mike today, Vince Russo, Don West, Vince Russo, Don Callis, Don Callis, Vince Russo. Yeah. Who else? Go ahead. Christian. Going. And Christian. And also Vince Russo. Yeah. What about David Arquette? It's not his fault, but yeah. Yeah, Vince Russo. Okay, <laughs> and, great. I
0: mean, I feel like t- I've at least made progress in in admitting it's not Arquette's fault.
1: Also, there's one less Vince Russo than last time. So that's something, you know? You right. get it. Maybe you and Cordat should get together and have like a handicap match and just, just picture you and Cordat just. You're stomping on him, Cornet's hitting him with a tennis racket. Great. And he's just like, I didn't even do anything! Why do you not
0: like me? He's a disgrace to New Yorkers. God damn it. He's from fucking Queens. He's got a Brooklyn accent. Like, what the hell?
1: It's almost like he doesn't think Queens is cool enough and decided to change himself to a Brooklyn accent. Like, he rehearsed in the mirror. Well, you so know. So stuck. You know, like Madonna when she went to fucking England? Yeah. All of a sudden, she's got a fucking accent.
0: Now, 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 if I could borrow your gimmick for a second,
1: oh, oh. dude, you could borrow any of my gimmicks. Awesome, just awesome.
0: ask. Now, 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 if you're listening to this podcast and you're from Queens, just turn it down for a minute. <laughs> All right. <laughs> so Vince Russo, if you're doing the Brooklyn accent because you're from Queens and you feel like you, you know, Queens isn't cool enough, you're right. Queens ain't that cool. Queens ain't as cool as Brooklyn. All right, everyone else turn it back up. Queen's folk, you can turn it back up.
1: There you go. All right. I had to. No, dude, anytime you need to, I think this is a great thing we could do in a podcast. You know, get the message out. If we need to talk to somebody personally, you know, that's the best way to do it. Mm hmm. Um, I'm actually touched. Anyway, enough about that. We're two perfectly straight. Not that there's anything wrong with that. Just two guys, you know, just like each other, just like each other's company. Mm-hmm. You know, just just two guys just hanging out. You know, arms length. Yeah. You know. Um. So yeah. Uh. I I I. Look, I want to. A- Listen, I want everybody to turn on their headphones real quick. Unless you're Sasha, Sasha Banks, you listen. This is you. I'm, <laughs> um, this is to okay. If you're Sa- if you're not Sasha Banks, if you're not the Riot Squad, um, Billy K, just everybody else, just 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 lower it down a little bit. Okay. Um, I'm sorry if I was rude, but I just don't want you to get embarrassed. That's all I'm saying. Uh, so the eyebrows, maybe you. It was fine before. You're doing too much. <laughs> okay? Maybe spend a little bit more time in the mirror, you know? And, 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 and I didn't mean to say it like that to be all rude like that. I do. I'm sorry again, because that came out wrong. It came out wrong. But the friends that told you that you look good, they lied to you, and you need to talk to them. Friends tell the truth, no matter what. Alright, everybody else turn that turn the headphone back up. <clears throat> Alright, cool just wanted to get that off my chest. I was feeling guilty. <laughs>
0: I, gotta, I gotta see. See what? Sasha. There it is. I want to see if I can find an image from this week.
1: You, you think I'm exaggerating, my man? I don't think so, but I want to see it because I just didn't notice it at all. Yeah, oh, it was noticeable. Imagine if it was just regular and it was all in my mind. I've lost my mind. I'm seeing that she has blue eyebrows. Oh, there I it is. A doctor. Come on, man.
0: All right. I mean,
1: it's kind whatever. Of weird. It's kind of weird. It it, it just does not necessary. I just don't think it's necessary. Oh, well, blue that's hair right. isn't necessary. Yeah, but it's not even her hair. Why does her eyebrows have to match hair that's not even hers?
0: Because eyebrows are they'll, they'll hair, give also. That
1: natural shit. Yeah, I get it, but it's not naturally blue either. <laughs> I don't know. There's no reason. You don't have to. It's not like, boy, it's weird that your eyebrows don't match your hair. You
0: see, I I was thinking that when I
1: when I saw Rose on friggin' Doctor Who, it's
0: like, wow, those are big big eyebrows that are not the same color as the rest of your head.
1: I'm remembering that I didn't care about her eyebrows. Her mouth was I a think, distraction for you? I believe so. Her mouth it was... Her mouth enough was of it that, it, she's got, like, a Steven Tyler-esque mouth. No, but she wasn't ugly or anything. Like, she was... I thought she was attractive. I'm just saying, like, you know, it just doesn't... what The mouth being weird doesn't really... The eyebrows not... Yeah, really she was... Like, she was alright, but, like... So,
0: hey... This may sound like it's off-topic, but do you remember...
1: Accents, hold on, before I forget, accents always add, by the way. True. Everybody knows that. True,
0: true, true. So, this might sound like it's off-topic, but do you remember the video for Black Hole Sun, the Soundgarden song? Black Hole Sun,
1: watcha get... Do you remember the video? Yeah. Uh, not really, no.
0: Okay, so, in the video, you had, like, it was, like, the, this, uh middle-aged housewife who like had uh i don't know they, so they got people that had like these relatively these stand features and they then used digital effects to embellish them so like if someone had big eyes they like made th- made their eyes
2: huge
0: right so uh-huh. in an interview i think it was um chris cornell had said that they specifically went to people that had these um, standout features specifically to embellish them, and I'm like, I'm wondering if they picked that actress because she has like the oversized mouth and caterpillar eyebrows, be you know, to be recognizable or more easily noticed. Or something. Mm-hmm. No, it's kind of just maybe, maybe it's a, it's a, it's like a theory. Maybe maybe that's why they picked her for that, and why they didn't change the eyebrows. Because I don't like I don't know if eyebrow women's eyebrow culture or fashion is different eyebrow culture <laughs> in the UK. Mm-hmm. But like I feel like a woman in the U.S would have had those, you know, threaded. Just trim down a bit. You know?
1: Yeah, I just don't do it. Okay, great. Um, Listen. There you go. <laughs>
0: I, I, I feel like we spent far too much time on this podcast talking about eyebrows.
1: Well, you kept going on it. I just wanted to apologize. And then you just went, <laughs> like, all right, I guess we're going to keep talking about this. <laughs> What am I supposed to do here? It's freedom of speech here. You can say whatever you want. This is America. America. we got to do it while we still can. Get the message out.
0: Yep. Anything else you want to talk about? Because I. Nothing else stands out to me from this week.
1: I watched a lot of wrestling-related TV today. I was watching a movie called uh, Chokeslam. Mm-hmm. It's like a it's like a romantic comedy, but like with wrestling. So it's like about this woman, and she's like she's a wrestler. Like she's got problems. They call her name is it's like Smachina kind of like it's like smash and sheena Mm. like smash sheena okay and she's kind of her gimmick is like she's like a, I guess she's like a robot that like just smashes because like she comes in and she does like this it's almost like a boot up sequence to like her music is kind of dumb but like it's silly it's it's kind of fun Mm -hmm. and um but anyway she's had problems or whatever like her suspension from her wrestling thing just came up like with the whoever she's with but, like, she came back to town because it was, like, ten years since she's been there.
2: Mm-hmm.
1: And, like, it's about her and this guy, like, they dated in high school and whatever, and he he proposed to her Um, when she was making, like, a goodbye speech. And he just got embarrassed. Like, she rejected him right there because, like, it's fucking high school, bro. What are you doing coming over here trying to ask me to marry you? Get the fuck out (laughs) of here. You don't even have a job, homie. What's your plan? Mm -hmm. All right? And then, you know, that's ten years ago. And, you know, they see each other again. It's funny because, like, she hits him. Like, she knocks him unconscious by accident because she gets into a fight at the school. I won't spoil it. I don't want to spoil too much of it, but I will spoil some of it. The movie's, like, two years old. And you should have seen it. It's on Amazon Prime, so if you want to watch it, you could check it out. Um, so basically, long story short, is like she doesn't want to really wrestle anymore, and he's like, "Oh, what if you do like a retirement match here, like where you came up? Like that would be kind of cool, right? Like Mick Foley is like the promoter mm-hmm. there, and he's the one that like got her started. So he's like, "Why don't you just do it here? like where you're from it's like you know you started here you finish here and um she does a thing she of course she's gonna have like a a shitty boyfriend slash manager you know cause he's gotta be there um and like it it ends or like uh there's like she breaks up with the manager guy like are you there I'm here all right which is obvious like she breaks up with the manager guy he's, she's like listen you're 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 just a piece of shit and we're not this is not gonna work And he's like oh really and like she's supposed to wrestle a guy right mm-hmm. but like last minute boyfriend's like oh fine you want to be my ex i can't put hands on you because i'll be in jail i'm gonna just change your opponent to like this guy who likes who's really snug like he works stiff. Mm-hmm. Like Foley was even walk, walking with him in the hallways. Like, listen, man, I know you want to put it in stiff, and I used to do that too. But you can't be doing that or whatever. So he he hits hard or whatever. He's beating the crap out of her. So like the guy, he's he's like this wimpy little guy. By the way, he's like it's almost like the height difference between you and like I don't know a very tall woman, mm-hmm. kinda. But not as bad. Like he's a little bit taller than you. But anyway, listen. He he's like got like a luchador mask. And he's trying to go help her, but like the manager ex boyfriend, he's like fighting him. Right? Mm-hmm. They get to the ring almost. Right? They get into the, he. Th- First of all, a little man throws a chair in the ring for her to get, so she could use it on the guy. Mm-hmm. But he comes in the ring, right? And he's fighting. He's fighting her boy, her ex boyfriend. Right? It's like they They're not fighting like people fight. Like, like if we were to throw down, it, it's like they're doing wrestling moves. Like Oops. he hits him, he hits the guy with a clothesline, dude. Mm-hmm. <laughs> like I'm like, how is he wrestling? My man's wrestling in a match <laughs> right now for love, and then he's like, he even does like a quick three count on the guy after he like nut shots the guy.
0: Mm-hmm. Must, so must have been no DQ.
1: The best. This is the best part. Like so. I, I guess he goes over, they're like, the the the, the ring announcers, coming back to your Tony Schiavone thing, they're like, I don't know what the fuck's going on. <laughs> I guess so. Because, like, there's people from Japan watching, like, trying to, like, because they had, like, another show after her retirement match, which was against Chelsea Green. Mm-hmm. Like, it was, she wasn't Chelsea Green, she was, like, a character. But, like, and she was pretty good in it. Uh, Lance Thor was in it, he said if I could be serious for a minute, and <laughs> I, was, like, I popped for that That's but great. listen, at the, at the end he does, you know, it's the stupid like I'm sorry, whatever the speech in like every rom-com at the end mm-hmm. it's like I love you or something and like in front of everybody so it's like, you know, like is this gonna be the same thing of like when he was in high school and she rejected him and then like he tried to kill himself, I forgot to throw that in, but he didn't really try to kill himself he just fell off a sign because these bullies were making fun of him and he tripped or whatever.
2: Mm-hmm.
1: Anyway, he does the thing and it's like, it looks like they're about to kiss. Bam! She chokeslams him! <laughs> she fucking chokeslammed him! I'm like, yes! Fuck all that shit! But they do wind up together. And they're like, go to Japan and he's like, gonna be like her manager or something or sidekick or whatever. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, wow, that's like a lot of teenage boys probably had that dream. Like to hook up with like a like a really good looking wrestler, and that you could be their manager or whatever, you know.
2: Mm-hmm.
1: A Mark wrote this fucking script. That's what it, you know? I guess. The so. Wrestling wasn't bad. It was pretty decent. It's pretty all right. What about that uh, QT Marshall documentary you told oh you about? Oh my god, dude! It's like it's like Vice. Like I know, like the the, the first documentaries on wrestling did not come from Vice. You know, you got Beyond the Mat, you got the Jake the Snake documentaries, there's so many. And it's like, on Amazon, it's like, a, they should have a section called Sad Wrestling Documentaries. <laughs> you could put that there, you could put QT Marshall there. Like, he's got a documentary, dude. Like, in his documentary, um, at this point, he's like at the Monster Factory. Mm-hmm. Which is the Jersey uh, wrestling school? It's pretty famous. Riddle came out of there. Uh, Damian Priest came out of there. I'm naming them because they were in the movie for a little bit. Um, A lot of other people came out of there. Um, So it's like at this point, he's like trying to make it like to the big time. Like he's almost thirty, and I think like the highest thing he did was like a Ring of Honor Mm
2: -hmm. thing.
1: But like they were gonna sign him to a contract. And he, like, did something else, but it wasn't supposed to be on TV or something he said. Like, it wouldn't be, like, interfere with the ROH, but, like, ROH dropped him. They didn't give him a contract. Mm -hmm. Because, like, they were gonna sign him, but they're like, that's kind of grimy what you did. Like, that's what the manager said. Like, he, the manager, the guy from the uh, Monster Factory was saying that, because, like, they were just talking to him. He's like, he's, like, kind of his own worst enemy. Like, he, instead of just taking this and just working his way from there. He thinks he's just going to go straight up into the WWE. Mm-hmm. Spoiler alert. Alert didn't happen. Like, for some reason, they pulled his NXT um uh, audition for no, th- without telling him why.
2: Mm-hmm.
1: I thought, I speculated that it had something to do with what he did with that ROH deal. Like, they probably heard about that. It's like, no, he's, he's the kind of guy that's not going to, he's going to do stuff like that. Like, maybe, like, screw us or something like, maybe breach contract with us or something. Like, it's just not a good look. Because nothing stays secret in the wrestling community. Mm-hmm. Um, But, yeah, it ends like he didn't get it, he didn't get in. Like, there was a part where, like, like, yo, first of all, it sounds like I'm shitting on him, but the guy followed his dream. Like, it's not in the documentary, but we all know he's on AEW. But, like, at the end of the documentary, it only gets as far as to him opening uh that wrestling school in Georgia with Glacier. Mm-hmm. I forgot what it's called. um. But that's how it ends with him. But, like, he's at the dinner table with, like, his girl, his wife and his mother, and they're basically like, so, what's your plan? Like, this, they're basically telling him, this is not going to work out for you, and I hope you have a plan. Like, what about opening the restaurant, like you said? Maybe this shouldn't be your only plan. Basically telling him to hang it up. Mm-hmm. But he believed in himself, man. I think if you believe in yourself, it doesn't matter what anybody tells you. You should just keep going. Honestly. Mm-hmm. And look, nobody tells us to keep doing this, and here we are. We're just going to do it. Here we are. You know, not, yeah, there's a lot of people out there probably telling us this is a bad idea. Look, I want everybody lower their headphones. Okay? And this is for the people that I don't think that we should be doing this. Who do you think you are? <laughs> You're not nice, and you hurt our feelings. Alright, everybody else turn up your headphones, f them um listen, um but yeah uh it was it, it was just kind of sad, like like he said like a lot, of, but it's like he sounded like he's old and stuff it's like he's he wasn't even thirty yet, like he was turning thirty or something, like I guess like being thirty and not being picked up anywhere is supposed to be like the end, like what are you talking about? dive Dallas page was in his thirties. He wound up becoming a WCW champion. Age is not nothing but a number. If you got you know, the skills, if you want to get in, you'll get in.
0: Yeah, but you know, like it's it's tough to you it's I feel like it's sort of an unwritten, unspoken thing. Especially now like like guys are getting signed out of college or they're doing the indies and they're getting picked up like before their thirties. Like DDP, Are you
1: say this is not the same world that DDP came up in. Yeah, like where
0: everybody looked
1: like they're forty anyway.
0: Yeah, like like DDP and uh, Batista both starting at like thirty five. That's rare. Um, but I I was curious about them, so I looked up Monster Factory, I'm looking at their web page. They don't have a list of alumni, but they have an image here that shows a bunch of wrestlers, and it's sort of. It's like a, uh,
1: where's Waldo of Who's Who's? A
0: little bit, yeah. So I want to read off the names of some of the guys that I spot here. So there's obviously Q.T. Marshall. He's he's in there. Uh, there's uh Steve Cutler, the one that's not, you know, Wesley Blake. Um, yeah, I know him. The Pitbulls, Chris Candido, Dwayne Gill, um, the, oh, what were they called? Uh, Mosh and Thrasher.
2: To- uh, the Headbangers. Yes.
0: Tony Atlas, Raven, Damien Priest Damien Priest, as you mentioned, um uh Rock a Rock Uh Axel uh Balls Mahoney or is that Axel
1: Rotten? I don't remember. Oh, also Blue Meanie was uh he, he was in the documentary.
0: Yeah, I saw there was an image on, on the website here of him, like, sitting on one of their rings. So Yeah, he helps train. Yeah, so also, and this is going to get into kind of bigger names. Which way do I... S- I'll s- no, they made a lot of guys, like... Yeah, Tatanka, D'Lo Brown, King Kong Bundy, Bam Bam Bigelow, Virgil. He should have been elsewhere on that poster, I'm just saying. Listen. Um, Riddle, Seamus, Big Show, and Godfather.
1: Whoa. some of those
0: are very. Oh, and uh, number ten from Dark Order. I can't remember his name off the top of my head.
1: That's cool. His name is Ten now. Okay, it's gonna. He enough. joined the Dark Order. See, yeah. So at the end of the day, you know, they got a lot of guys. Mm-hmm. So it's great stuff. All right. Um, I guess that's it, huh? I did think it. so. Did it again. We
0: did it. Cool,
1: cool, cool, cool. Alright. Uh Rich, do your worst. I will.
0: Trust me. If you want to get in touch with the Basement Bookers, you can email us by emailing basementbookers at gmail dot com. I gotta figure out a more elegant way of saying that. Uh Twitter at Basement Bookers at Basement Jarrett, at Rich the Riz. Uh we're on Instagram. Jarrett posts every now and then. Basement Bookers Pod. And as far as finding this... I think
1: there's four videos. Sorry, guys. <laughs> noise.
0: It's like double what it was last I saw. Um, and, if you want to find this podcast, Stitcher, iTunes, Spotify, just Google The Basic Booker's Podcast. will be probably the first series of results. And, jar has got a parting message.
1: Uh, The Match of Life is scheduled for one fall, so make it count. And do what the
0: man says.
1: Follow the bookers. Okay, now I want everybody um who's not Stephanie McMahon or Triple H to please lower their headphones. This is we don't we don't need Rich. she has gone. This is this is more this is bigger than this is bigger than him. Um look, I'm willing to relocate. I'm willing to recast uh whatever it takes. Uh you need a company man. i can have rich record a thing just licking all the boots you want he's a very good company man um you know maybe company car like a uber like pick me up maybe get me there you know instead of relocating uh you know i'll say anything really it doesn't matter who's back i got a stab but i need this please help me um all right everybody else thanks goodbye